Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. My pleasure to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to get to. We've got... Um, U.S. Representative Beth Van Dyne, District 24 Republican, great state of Texas. We'll talk about the border. Talk about the Atlanta police facility that was under attack by Antifa. We've got uh, also the fentanyl coming across. We've got a lot going on with her. Make sure you stick around for that. Plus, Bethany Mandel, she's written a book about the attack and the attempted indoctrination of our youth. Why it's happening. How we stop it. She's uh, homeschooling her five children. We'll talk about that as well. There's a lot going on. Plus... I did notice last night on Fox, I didn't see anything new as far as video from Tucker Carlson on January 6th. And it made me wonder, is he being told to not run anymore? You saw the reaction from some of the legislators yesterday, which was ridiculous. And, I, and I'll, I'll start things out with that. So I wonder, why didn't we see more? We all tuned in to see more. And one wonders, will it now just stop being shown? And he's got all 40,000 hours of video. And it shouldn't, they shouldn't stop him from showing it. If he has to, go on Rumble, go go on another outlet and show it because this needs to be seen. The narrative that we've been given for two years now is not true on a Wednesday. <laughs> that is a hump day. Carrie, <laughs> what's going on? I'm a man. Do I say something or not? Are you going to say something nice? I don't know. That's <laughs> the chance you take. All right, go ahead. Looks cool. Yeah? Nice okay. new hairdo. Right, Got yeah. the do done. A little something Nothing different. Wrong with that. A little something different. All right, polo in the house. Get it done. Same thing that it happened. Break it down. Been one of those days so far, that's for sure. Did you watch the Tucker Carlson show on Monday night? Carrie, do you watch him at all or not? I don't, no. I like his um, the way he lays it out. I like his, his monologues are always great. Very well thought out. Um, the left has been trying to call him out for a long time, and they've got nothing on him. Uh, they keep saying that he's not a reliable source, he's not a journalist, he's not of this, he's not of that. Um, just to sort of give you an outline of where we are on the January 6th stuff. A lot of you think you know what happened on January 6th. You don't. I don't either. I'll tell you what I do know. I do know that Trump held a rally. He spoke, and I think his son Jr. spoke, and Giuliani spoke, a bunch of people spoke. They were talking about the importance of making sure elections are fair and free. Wanted to make sure there's integrity when it comes to our elections. We as Americans have every right to question whether an election was prosecuted legally and correctly. There's a lot of evidence saying there were issues with the 2020 election, even beyond the idea that the far left in this country squelched and hid the Hunter Biden laptop story, which would have affected the, the election badly for Joe Biden. Even beyond that, if you, if you watch 2,000 Mules, there's a lot of evidence there that says radical mail-in balloting, widespread 
illegal in some states, mail-in balloting because of COVID, was a problem. You can't really track who was putting what ballots where. And um, we know that there were places where people were voting at the polls that were you didn't have a Republican that could observe, only Democrats could observe. There was a lot of hijinks going on when it came to that election. We also know that there was a, a planned get-together on January 6th for hundreds of thousands of people. Nobody will give the official number, but I'm going to say low-end 100,000, high-end, some say a million people showed up. It was a lot of people. I don't know how many people it was. And it was truly mostly peaceful. January 6th was an important day because January 6th is is the day that the vice president opens the envelopes from the states and certifies the election. In other words, Mike Pence, just like Joe Biden before him, would open the envelopes from these states, would read out what the delegates voted, and at that point, members of Congress can challenge which Jamie Raskin did when Trump won. Maxine Waters did it when Trump won. Down the list, you've got people who every election, it seems, are protesting some of the delegates. And they can. People in America are allowed to say, man, what happened in that election? That doesn't make any sense. We're allowed to do that. On this one, see, the reason why it never did anything when Raskin and others were challenging is because you never had somebody from the House and the Senate to agree on challenging those delegates. You were going to have that on January 6th in 2021. Ted Cruz said he was going to. I believe Josh Hawley was going to. He had members of the House of Representatives who were um, calling into doubt, questioning the delegates from certain states. They're allowed to. And then the process goes constitutionally. You've got somebody in the House and somebody in the Senate that sponsors the, the, um, the questioning of delegates that came in, the challenging, if you will, of delegates. Then you, you could bring it to a full vote in the House of Representatives. Now, in the House of Representatives, even though it was run by Democrats then, you only get one vote per state. And more states were Republican than Democrat in the House of Representatives, even though there were more Democrat representatives because the big states like New York and California have tons of, of delegates, have tons, I should say, of representatives that made the number larger. The majority was to the Democrats. But by state, more states were Republican than Democrat. So a viable challenge would have been successful. I've often said since January 6th of 2021 that what happened on January 6th did not benefit Donald Trump. It benefited Joe Biden. Had the process gone through, Trump had a chance, although slim, he had a chance for these challenges to actually retain office. So the riot at the Capitol did not help Donald Trump. It helped Joe Biden, period. There is no questioning of that. What I just said is verifiably true. So that day, Trump speaking, hundreds of thousands of people are on the streets in Washington, D.C., orderly. You see the overhead shots. There are not people burning buildings down. There are not people shooting each other in the face. There are not people causing mayhem. It isn't Antifa. It's not Black Lives Matter. It's a bunch of people who wanted to take part in what they thought could be history. Then when you move to the Capitol, which, by the way, then-President Trump said, go and peacefully and patriotically let them let your voices heard. He wanted the representatives in the Senate to hear from their constituents that were all there. The constituents were there, constituents were there to support the challenging of these delegates, of these electors. Then, for some reason, people start breaching the Capitol. 
those who vandalized, those who damaged property, those who rioted, those who were in fights with police officers, and there were fights, they should be prosecuted to the fullest extent and get where the punishment is. But the narrative we were told wasn't true. The narrative we were told was that they were looking for representatives to kill or injure or harm or bring violence to. We have no evidence of that, none. What we were told was they were trying to burn the Capitol down. They were trying to hang Mike Pence. And again, although you've got a a few idiots saying something about get Mike Pence or hang Mike Pence, this was not what the vast majority of the crowd was doing. Again, those who vandalized, those who broke in, those who broke windows, they should be prosecuted without a doubt. But we have only gotten hand-selected video from the January 6th non-select committee. Keep in mind, House leadership, Kevin McCarthy appointed four different representatives. One was was uh, Jim Jordan. One was, uh, I, I don't know if it was Comer or somebody else that we had on recently. It might have been Andy Biggs. Who knows? There were going to be four that were going to be on that panel that would actually ask questions and challenge and cross-examine. Nancy Pelosi kicked all of them off. She said they can't be on this panel for some made-up reason or another, and she handpicked two Republicans in name only, in Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney. The panel was illegal by the rules of the House of Representatives. The panel was a made-for-TV movie every night at 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock, whatever it was. These people all lied. They knowingly lied, and they released only the video that would make the American people think that it was a deadly insurrection. Deadly insurrection means that people showed up en masse with guns and other weapons and started killing people at the Capitol in an attempt to take over the Congress, take over the government. That didn't happen. Not one firearm, not one weapon other than flagpoles, which aren't weapons, was found on somebody who was there protesting, rioting, breaking things, or whatever else. Two people died that day. Roseanne Boylan, and I'm still not sure of the details of why she died, although many are saying the Capitol Police ended up trampling her. I don't know that to be the case. And Ashley Babbitt, whose death I watched, and there was no reason for this ununiformed uh, ununiformed cop, this guy Bird, to shoot her. None. She was 100 pounds. She, she was not a large person. She, had, she was surrounded by people who were wearing outfits that said police on them. And she could have easily been taken into custody if had she done something wrong. She didn't pose an imminent danger to Bird or anybody else. Brian Sicknick is the cop that we keep hearing about, was the poster child for the police officers that were killed that day. For a long time, we were told, we were lied to and told that five police officers were killed that day. That's not true. No police officers were killed that day. Zero, not even Sicknick. And Tucker Carlson, the aforementioned Tucker Carlson, who I think does an amazing job, showed on Monday video of Brian Sicknick fine, showing people how to get the hell out of the Capitol about 45 minutes or an hour after the media said he was killed with a fire hydrant. He was never killed with a fire hydrant. He did die the next day of a stroke. We don't know why. And there were no signs of any blunt force trauma. For months and months, even more than a year, The left media knew this and lied about it. They finally changed their tune when the the New York Times, I should say, actually admitted that he didn't die from being in a fight or being beaten over the head with a fire extinguisher. They admitted it. Even with that known, Joe Biden, what, a week or two or three ago, gave some award to his parents because of his heroism 
in giving his life at the Capitol on January 6th, which didn't happen. We also heard about this guy, the QAnon shaman, this guy, this dork with the with the horns on his head and the painted um, face and, and the stomach full of, uh, of tattoos, how violent he was. He was the leader of the insurrection, which he wasn't. He was actually led around by two Capitol Police officers. He showed no violent tendencies. They didn't arrest him when they could have. They were actually helping him get inside the House chambers to take some selfies. This guy's going to be in prison now four years. So we got a great wealth of information on Monday, information that completely dispelled the lies that were told by the left and right and the media and social media since January 6th. It was not a violent insurrection. And those who attacked Tucker Carlson yesterday will be Goldberg, Mitch McConnell, down the list, KJP, they all lied. Chuck Schumer, they all lied. They said that Tucker Carlson was lying, was fabricating, was trying to change the narrative when he can't, and he literally showed the video proving that what he said was true. It was above reproach. It was actual video. There are people in the media who are complaining that only Tucker Carlson got the video, that Kevin McCarthy only gave it to Tucker Carlson. Should have given it to everybody. No. How about the video that CNN got of Roger... Um, Roger Stone getting arrested at his house that early morning, 6 o'clock in the morning. Only CNN was there with the video. Did they give the video to everybody else? No. Did they give the heads up to everybody else that they had the video? No. Kevin McCarthy has the right to release it to anybody he wants. And he did. And what Tucker did the first night was great. At the end of that show on Monday, he said, we'll have much more video for you tomorrow. Then, as we know, all of the media, all of the, the establishment government complained hemmed and hawed and, and had a fit over the fact that he had this, people lying from Whoopi Goldberg down to the Bidens, down to everybody else. They're all just lying. Including reporters who are asking loaded questions like, because of the insurrection on January 6th, do you think it's fair that McCarthy gave it to... That's not a reporter. You don't call it an insurrection. You can't, you can't just say that. So he has the video, promised more on Tuesday night, so he sat down, watched it on DVR Tuesday night, waiting patiently for the new video. And there wasn't, as far as I could tell, any new video whatsoever. None. He showed the same video he showed the night before, but no new video. Now, I don't think Tucker Carlson's a coward because he's not. I think he's a very good journalist, and I think he's a great American who really does want the truth to be out there. But one starts to wonder, why didn't we see new video? He's got 40,000 hours of it where you can pinpoint the exact location of people. He showed where Ray Epps was. Ray Epps lied to the, to the January 6th committee. He was still there when he said that he wasn't. We saw this shaman idiot. Every, every, everything he did, he didn't break the law as far as I could tell at all. We saw Sicknick, who was not dead when they said he was dead. This is the fear I have. Because what happened to the Hunter Biden laptop story from the New York Post in October of 2020 is what I fear might happen to Tucker Carlson. And it might happen from within. I don't know anybody in the higher levels of Fox. I don't know that anybody told him not to run the video. But I think by watching him for the past several years, Tucker Carlson has been consistent that he's going to do what he thinks is right. So why didn't we see new video last night? And why am I not seeing anybody on Fox all day long talking about the January 6th video that only one of their shows, their, I think, highest rated show, got? It brings into question what's going on here. I'm not a conspiracy theory, but conspiracy, some, conspiracy sometimes are, are true. So 
he said more video. He said we're going to keep on uncovering this stuff. And then he didn't. And I wonder why. Now, I also wonder, did you see Monday? Did that change your mind about January 6th? Do you see people like KJP, who I'm going to play some audio from in a little while, now claiming that Tucker Carlson is not credible? They still haven't said what he said that was a lie. They still haven't said what he said that was disputable. They just keep saying that he's no, that he's no good, he's not a reliable source, he shouldn't have done it, period, end of story. Don't you as an American want the story? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Your thoughts when we come back. This is the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you. I appreciate you stopping by. 888-941-TAGS. Bloated phone lines. Everybody wants to be heard on this. I know, I know how, listen, this is a very interesting story. And the fact that it wasn't expanded upon last night was very, very odd to me. So keep that in mind, and uh, we'll, we'll take your calls on that. If you can't get through, no problem. Go to JoePags.com. JoePags.com. Scroll down and uh, and click on Contact. That'll send an email to the team. You can also go to Instagram. We, that, that reel from yesterday was doing so well. I didn't put one up yet today. I will during the show at some point. I'll put up a reel. And uh, we'll put up a new come on video, but go check that out. And uh, also, while you're there, click on watch. You can see the interviews that I did yesterday. I think that you're going to like them. Let me tell you about Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks, great. You, you know, it shows up in this cooler and it's just packed full of yum. It's just so good. I want you to, uh, to, to get yourself some Omaha Steaks and save some money while you do it. They've got the spring special happening, getting ready for spring uh, grilling. They're making it easy for you to spring into something delicious with their semi annual sale, 50% off site wide right now. Grab your favorites like perfectly aged tender steaks, ocean fresh seafood, juicy burgers, incredible air chilled chicken, decadent desserts. When you go to omahasteaks.com, use my name as the promo code PAGS, P-A-G-S. Use that at checkout. You're going to get an additional $30 off your order. Perfect way to get fired up for spring. Get ready to get this done and really enjoy all the good stuff in there. They're ready to ship your order right away. You're going to want to hurry because the 50% off site wide is only happening for a limited time. Do not miss your chance to save, and that chance is right now. OmahaStakes.com, use code PAGS at checkout and get an additional $30 off your order when you shop their semi-annual sale today. Minimum order may be required. I'll give you some KJP sound in a bit. Let me take a quick phone call before we, uh, we continue to roll, though. Jeff, what's going on? Hi. Yeah, this is Jeff in Southern California here. I'm listening to you on AM 960. Great. Thanks. And uh, what does QAnon mean? Oh, I don't know. The, the, the QAnon shaman. Okay. The, the QAnon shaman. You use Q, QAnon if you're on the far left to suggest that there's some far right entity that we don't know who the person is that is running the whole joint. And I think it was made up by somebody on the left. What do you think it means? I have no clue. Yeah. They keep on acting like Other it's some than, entity uh, that's controlling. They seem to uh, talk to a, a lot about it. I talk a lot about it? Are you there, Joe? Yeah. You think I no, talk a lot about it? I talk a lot about it, but yeah. a lot of news seems to talk about it. Right, because the alleged um, news. A lot of woke they, people seem to talk about it. Yeah, because they want somebody to blame. It's some boogeyman that they want to blame. I don't know who QAnon is. I don't know if they really use a QAnon, but they call this guy QAnon Shaman because they wanted to pretend like he was somehow representative of that far-right nuttiness. I don't know specifically who it's supposed to be other than the boogeyman for the left. Keep it here. Joe Pags.